Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenses? Hello. We have returned to those ear holes of yours yeah. for a, another glorious episode of the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. I'm going to say it, I say it sometimes, I'm going to say it again, the best 30 plus minute conversation you've been here all week. Millennial podcast. The millennial podcast. Yeah. Not just millennial podcast, the, the millennial There podcast. are a few out there though. Yeah, but we are the, the. Okay. Change it from the to the. See what I did there? Nice. We are the millennial podcast. I am Jem Yildiz. I am Wayne Ingram. And today. Welcome to the show. We will be speaking. You've meant to like interrupt each like one of oh. my sentences. We, we, Don't worry, we're speaking. We're not of, that in tune. No, I thought we were. We've lost no. it. We've lost our synchronicity. I'm not sure we we ever had ever it. Synchronized. No, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but today, no, go on. Was, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure? Just a stupid joke that I should just not say. Oh no, go no. Well, now you said that you got to. No, it's gone. The moment's passed. It went. It has to be free flow. Right. Okay. Well, today you, you crack on. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, today, uh, we're talking about overwhelm. Yes. And how you can beat it to a pulp. Yeah, that's right. Um, I thought that this was, uh, Jem was like, you need to come up with an episode idea. Which is like what I do every so often just to kind of yeah, throw him into to, the mix. I'm know. like, you know what? I've come up with the last, how many episodes? You know what? <laughs> I'm like, dude, we all know I carry this podcast. And then the, the thing is, he had... <laughs> <laughs> the thing is he had no he was like oh what am I going to do about it he's like well now you've given me a podcast to think about I'm overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's the episode <laughs> that's it I'm just like so stressed I'm yeah. like oh my god I can't believe he's texting me asking me for an episode idea I can't deal exactly and now this is what we're left with this so, is Wayne's episode so <laughs> it was it was actually a really passive aggressive text back just but you actually took it seriously <laughs> I know <laughs> I should have just what, been like how to deal with wankers <laughs> <laughs> I get you saying that that's actually quite funny thanks yeah um, so obviously you're feeling overwhelmed yeah well, well it was I, it was a hard I thing bought, to do I, I brought the episode idea up because I I declared to you uh, last week that I um, I had officially declared life bankruptcy I needed to hit a system reset because I was just kind of living in chaos because I had so much on my plate uh, so I thought it'd be a good thing to talk about. And and you've got a busy month this month, Jem. It has been a busy month. It's coming to the end now, which is good. Oh, oh God. You see, that's how overwhelmed I've been. <laughs> I still thought it was September. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> As Wayne lets go of his like, fireworks and bits of the beginning of the month for Halloween costume. And 
<laughs> I'm sat here dressed as the Grim Reaper as we speak. <laughs> we can wave behind Wayne. It's Santa Claus now. <laughs> yes. So, as you can tell, Wayne has been a little absent in his mind. What does a, a, like declaring life bankruptcy mean, anyway? Because okay. I know you've been using that phrase. Yeah, it's a it's a new new phrase I've, uh, I've coined, coined. Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm going to write a book about it. No. Um, so basically, the reason I declared life bankruptcy, as I'm calling it, is just because it, it's kind of a, an extension of... You remember when I did the blog post about to-do list bankruptcy? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an extension of that. <clears throat> and it kind of got to the point where I just had so many commitments, most of which I was actually putting on myself rather than actually people going, where's this thing that you promised? Um, but more that I was just kind of like every single day I'd get home and I knew that I had to get stuff off my to-do list, but I'd go to look at my to-do list and it'd be so long that I'd just be like, oh my God, I'm not going to do a single thing off this list because just looking at it makes me stressed. Um, and then I just go home and I just end up relaxing and then I'd only exacerbate the problem because it would mean that tomorrow my to-do list would be twice as long. Um, and so I just, <clears throat> energy management was completely out of whack. I didn't have a morning routine anymore. Um, I wasn't eating well, like all of this stuff, like from basically having too big of a to-do list just started to leak into other parts of my life. Um, and I just basically didn't have my shit together and I was living in chaos for probably the last two or three months. And I just kind of thought, you know what, this can't, this can't carry on. This is unsustainable. I'm going to, I'm, I'm leading to burnout. Mm-hmm. And we've done, we did an episode ages ago worth checking out about uh, signs of burnout. It's like you do these cycles of control, burnout, control, burnout. So is this is this going to stick around? So this was this was kind of. I don't know if I have already hit burnout. I don't think I have. I may have just avoided it, but this is kind of a preemptive strategy to try and stop me from hitting that point of burnout. Um, before it's before I'm in too deep. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I basically just kind of went through my to-do list and was pretty brutal. I just went, nope, not important. No, not important. Not important. Not important. Not important. Anything. And that's where I was saying about how like I'd overcommitted myself to things that actually I'd only put the pressure on myself. There was nobody waiting for me to do that. It was just kind of like, what? no, I, for my own sanity, I need to do this for my own mm-hmm. Um, ambitions I need to do that and and so I had this massive list of things and I just went through it all and I just went nope all the stuff that people were relying on me for things obviously remained but there's hard there's so little of that on the actual list mm-hmm. um, and I ju- I'd essentially just overwhelmed myself by <laughs> by trying to do too much at once basically yeah I find a lot of the time especially when people are trying to be like entrepreneurial or working on their passions they kind of it's really nice to write a list of everything I want to do and you can <laughs> sit you can sit down and have a coffee with friends and then they're really off to you oh why don't you try this you do that and you're like, yeah yeah that's what I'm doing next so you add it to the list and suddenly you've got this amazing list of what's going to get you to where you want to go but then you're like uh now I need to do it and actually there's so much there, I don't know where to start and I think which is exactly where I'd got to and I think what happens is a lot of the time that you've set these massively high expectations for yourself and then you start feeling shitty because those those plans those those to-do lists you put together are actually for the greater good of yourself but they're actually just too big and they're not Mm. achievable and I think that's a a massive problem people have and I think when that list looks too big psychologically it just means you know what I don't even want to start because if I just open up this can of worms look what else I've got to get through and so I think it's really important to kind of number one like 
reassess all of them. Like I think what you did was great, like to just chomp it down and say, you know what, fuck it, let's start with a clean slate and maybe start with one thing and then break that one thing down into little segments, which makes it a lot more achievable. Yeah, the good thing now is I'm kind of in a position where I'm kind of like looking to the end of the year now and kind of going, well, look, I'm not going to really achieve a huge amount by pushing super hard now on fulfilling various ambitions at the end of the year because uh, my industry kind of starts to wind down at this time of year. Everybody that was going to be in work is in work. Um, and so the industry kind of winds, starts to wind down till about March. So I'm kind of like, well, do you know what? I've got six weeks till the end of the year. That's it, Jim. Six weeks. Boom. Six weeks. Just putting that out there. In fact, I don't think it's even six weeks now. No, that sounds about right. About six weeks to the end of the year, um, a month and a half. Like, why don't I just spend that time actually getting my shit together so that actually I'm not overwhelmed next year and I can, rather than focusing on things that I haven't done yet, actually focus on what my actual goals are for next year. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of like this massive just system reset of absolutely everything. My goal now, and I was going to say this to you earlier, um, my goal now, my only focus really between now and the end of the year is to kind of uh, manage my energy levels, which means focusing on health and focusing on um, routines and meditation and things like that. That's literally my only focus for the rest of the year, which is self-care. so fucking freeing. It's unbelievable. One thing I just want to talk about, obviously, when you're initially before you decided to wipe out that list, like a lot of people get the feeling of guilt that they're not doing anything. Oh, it, it, Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I think when you get to the point of overwhelm, and this is kind of the thing that I've kind of now gone, do you know what? Thank God I've done that because what I've now experienced is like I've, this was only about a week ago that I started doing this. It's a very recent thing for me. And, um, I spent the entire weekend and I've not done this for a long time. I spent the entire weekend watching TV and playing video games and it was the best fucking thing I've done in such a long time because I'd got rid of my to-do list and I went, I have nothing that I have to do. I have no commitments to myself or anyone else this weekend. And it is beautiful. And it kind of, I've, no, I was going to, I was going to bring up acting again, (laughs) Uh, but no, I'm not going to go down that. But like, I think, I mean, it took me a lot to build up and kind of go, no, certainly for certain things, no, take that off your list. It's not important right now. Um, Put it on hold, put it it on another list somewhere that you're not going to look at until you're ready to go. Like, just get rid of it. Get it out of your sight on a regular basis because right now that's not important to you. And that did take a lot of, you know, pep talk to myself just to kind of go, no, it's the best thing to do for you right now. Um, and I tell you what, once I got rid of it, it was just, it was, it was a sense of freedom is the only thing that I can actually say is like, it was just kind of like, I can do what the fuck I want right now and not feel guilty because it's, I, I know it's not sat on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. But then did you also feel guilty that there were, when you were, where then things were on that to-do list, like people set goals for themselves and you're like, you know what, I need to start writing that book or I need to start researching something and then you've seen it every single day in your actual to-do list and you're just not doing it well that's where i got to that's why i was so overwhelmed because 
I was seeing stuff on my to-do list and it's like, I haven't got time. Like when life takes over, um, it's kind of like, well, I haven't got time to do all of this stuff. So what are the things I'm going to get off my to-do list and, and kind of defer until tomorrow? And that was just becoming far too regular of a thing because my li- the rest of my life was in chaos as well. It wasn't even so much often that I didn't have time to do that stuff. I didn't have the energy to do that stuff. And then I went, well, why haven't I got the energy to do it? And it's like, well, it's because I'm not giving myself the time for self-care. And it's like, well, why aren't you giving yourself time for self-care? It's like, well, because I've got all this stuff on my to-do list and I feel like I'm, mm. I should be doing the stuff on my to-do list rather than looking after myself. And mm. so it was just kind of like this vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get out of the loop. I get a lot of people that say to me, Jim, you know you're doing so many different things, you're working on so many different projects, which is the it is actually the case, but I do start from a base of I work on myself first. Like mm. that is it. Like when you're saying about morning routine or self-care, like I go on I literally I am meditating, I am taking coach hours, I am going to the gym just regular to give you basis. Some perspective, Jim. Uh-huh. Just thinking about it. This is how long I've been out of this. I don't think I have upheld my morning routine since around the time that we started going back to audio only on this podcast dang it's a long time so that's what's that 12 months mm-hmm. yeah i just think people totally underestimate that actually if you haven't got yourself con- in control then you're not gonna have any aspect of your life no. in control if i can straight stay away it's, it's bad but in some ways you can tell someone's character and their personality by number one how they look how they're treating themselves how um, you can just see in them someone who has control of what they're doing and you can tell whether that's someone who's going to then do that when it comes to business or comes to their ideas or comes mm. to actually executing. And so I think people just need to realise that ultimately it comes from that self-care is number one. If you can't take the time to do 10 push-ups, there's no way you're going to take the time to bloody go write a, a book. Like it's not going to happen. It starts with these small increments, but yeah. it starts with that self-care really. Mm. So... You talk about your self-care, Gem, mm. but I know you've been very busy recently. Mm-hmm. Have you been experiencing overwhelm? You know what? The only times I ever get overwhelmed is when, which is really interesting, is actually when my space that I'm working in is cluttered. And it's actually really interesting because I actually find mm. that if my room or my office or my house is a mess or there's lots of little bits and pieces to do, it actually makes me start feeling overwhelmed. And I'm like, why am I stressed about the fact that the washing hasn't done or the kitchen's a mess or my office needs a total rehaul? Those are usually things that make me feel overwhelmed. And I'm like, so then what I've realized lately is actually if I, like what I'll do is I'll like stick on some motivational music for like talks and stuff for like 30 minutes, like a TED talk. And I'll put it on so loud that I can hear it around the house and I'll tidy up. And so I'll go around the house, tidy everything, get everything organized. And then after I've got this motivational talk, it's pumping me up. I feel like I'm learning some stuff. I'm getting pumped. And then I'm cleaning at the same time. And then after the house is spotless and then I sit down and I look at my to-do list, which is usually a big to-do list. And I'm just like, yeah, I can do this. I know what to do. And it's weird that actually mm. this little additional something that's just like general stuff you have to do in life is actually causing me a bit of like stress in terms of that's got to be done, that's got to be done. Oh, I've got to drop that to the post office. Oh, I've got to pick up some shopping. These little things are actually taking up like mental bandwidth. And I mm. think actually when it comes to my business stuff to do, I'm actually totally fine with it. It's just that whether these little life things it's that have life to go- stuff that It's the life you. stuff that overwhelms. And then sometimes- and that's the only thing that really stresses me because I always see in business as always an answer to what you need to do. It's just that, again, it's that sort of little drains of these tiny little drains around me. Are the I've got to pack this, I've got to change this, I've got to, like all the little bits and pieces that I just need to tie up. And so usually I will start my day with having a whip around the house, have a little clean up, make sure everything's tidy in my office. And then I feel like, okay, what's the goal of today? Yeah, that's interesting. 
Um, because I'm exactly the same in that respect. The first thing that I do, the only aspect of a morning routine I really have right now is I get myself a cup of tea. When This is when I'm working from home. Get myself a cup of tea. I pop Gary V on and I tidy my room. I spend about 20 to 30 minutes, usually an episode of Gary V. Depends how messy my room is sometimes too. Um, but I'll put that on, have my cup of tea and then I'll take like, so I'll usually watch maybe like, because I'm a bit behind on Gary V, maybe like two episodes of Gary V in the morning. Um, I'll put one on to clean my room and then one on to finish my cup of tea and just have that moment just to kind of go, okay, and then attack the day. Um, but I'm the same. Like, I can't work in clutter. I just can't do it. Because I think when I walk into my room and my room's a mess, I'm like, oh, my God, my life's in chaos right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and that's kind of... The, it's kind of like a visual indicator. Yeah. Like, I always know how much my life is in chaos based on the state of my room when I get home from wherever I've been. Mm-hmm. Like, that's usually a pretty key indicator. If I walk in, if I've gone out or gone to work or whatever, and then I walk in and my bed's not made, my there's bags and clothes strewn all over the place, I'm like, you need to sort your shit out. But then, equally, those days where I come home and everything's spotless, I'm like, well done you. You've mm. got your shit together, boy. But there's already so much research on it, that sort of environment dictating like what you do. And so I do think there's that sense of, okay, my life's in control if the room's tidy and I'm showered and clean and I feel like I've looked after myself. As soon as you get back, then you're like, okay, you've already like won the day. That's why I love doing all my stuff, gym, showering, tidying in the morning, because you've just set yourself up that, okay, mm. I've sorted those life duties done. Now let's yeah. get to work. So. Yeah, it's Something that's true. quickly overlooked, really. It's true. And when I think about when I have stuck to a very solid morning routine all those months and months and months and months ago, um, you know, particularly when part of that routine is actually managing to get a workout in as well. Like, those are the days where I'm like, I have been so productive. It's like 11 o'clock and all I've done is answered emails. But it's like, I have been so productive today. Like, I've got so much shit done. He's like, no, you haven't. Like, you've you've had a cup of tea, you've meditated, you've done a workout, you've had a cold shower, and you've answered some emails. But the point is that by that point, you're like, the overwhelm's gone because you're like, I've achieved today. Mm-hmm. And I think so much is about the mental state. Your productivity is so much about your mental state, and that's kind of like I've got to the point with being productive where I've systemized so much. It's like I can't really systemize any more efficiently now it comes down to managing myself because everything else is taken care of because i've systemized it now i just have to get into managing myself and if i can master that bit mm-hmm. then i'm gonna be a machine yeah no i think i think when it comes to overwhelm these are like feelings and like how we feel inside ourselves, and it is very much a internal <laughs> internal thing obviously we're saying about the environment but actually i think that actually stress management biologically the more we can kind of not be in a stress mode ourselves, like I say, not overwhelming your system with everything to do, but also the foods we're eating are causing stress on our body. The lack of movement means blood flow is not there. There's so many different like these aspects biologically that we just totally don't see. And we're feeling overwhelmed because the body is compressed and these are actual real things. And so I do think like getting into sort of movement practice, exercise, and, and I do think like you were saying there, like when you are doing these tasks and you suddenly start to feel, oh, I went to the gym, I did, I had a shower, I tidied the house, I've answered some emails, what you're doing is actually getting the ball rolling. 
And I think once you start doing it, you think, okay, if I've done all that and it's only 11 o'clock, what else could I do today? And suddenly I love it. Like I know we're off to, to Dublin on uh, Saturday this weekend. I can't wait. And again, it's that feeling of, I know I'm going to switch off for a few days. And so mm. what I'm doing is I'm like, get everything done because I know I'll have a great time there when mentally I'm not thinking about all the things I need to do when I get back. Mm. And so this week I feel like, you know what, Gem, go all out, get as, get as much done as possible. And I've been, there's been so many days where I'm like, you know, I'll be happy if I just get this and this done this week. And I've actually like well over done, I've done that thing already. And I'm like, okay, let's do more. And it's like, how much bonus stuff can I get? Is that pre-holiday kind of feeling like when you're at work or at your job and you just crack on with everything? I'm in that sort of mode where, I just want to do everything this week so I can really like switch off over the weekend and really enjoy myself. So, um, mm. yeah. And I think as well, like it's, it's with overwhelm, it's so much about assessing priorities as well. Like it's about understanding what's important to you sometimes and just reassessing that. And I think, I think there is something to be said for like having a regular kind of like, a meeting with yourself, like a employee review meeting <laughs> with mm. yourself of kind of going, am, are, am I delivering on everything that I need to be delivering on? And am, am, am I focusing on shit that does not matter um, right now? And just to kind of reassess and go, okay, which, which of my goals, which of the stuff that I want to achieve have I completely missed the mark on? And actually, if I manage to hit the mark on that, is that going to then feed into all of the other things that I want to achieve, such as, you know, uh, self-care and things like that. Is that going to then bleed into being productive? Is that going to bleed into losing weight or whatever, you know? And the answer is probably yes. I think there's so much to be said for um, how much the self-care is should be the first thing. Um, because... It, it does like if you even if it's just a workout right let's be honest like if you do a workout you're without any effort on your part you exude so much more confidence on a daily basis i i notice the difference with how people interact with me on a day that i've worked out versus the way people interact with me on a day that i haven't worked out and that's not me putting in any more effort or changing the way i behave but my body language goes yeah i got my shit together like just naturally does it. Like I'm not kind of going, I'm not even walking around going, I've fucking worked out today. I've got my shit together, but my body to kind of does that for me. But on, there is a sort of, again, it's a bit woo woo, but actually you're, what you're doing is you're increasing your actual internal energy field. So you are actually increasing the energy in your body. And like, even yesterday, it was really weird. I did like this, um, it's a tumor meditation. And it's this idea that you're doing a this what meditation. I think it's like a tumor. It's called tumor meditation. Okay. Something like that. It's a kind of meditation, but you kind of like, it's to increase your energy like you've got a gland in your chest and as you do this meditation you kind of go you take like a deep breath in and you're like ah, and you do this many many times so you've got really and what you'll find is your chest is vibrating and the same thing when you exercise you are moving the body there's all the cells are like shaking up really massively and when you do this i was finding yesterday i did this meditation i hadn't done it in a long while i forgot that i had the like the audio the the guided audio and i did it and then like literally left my house and then suddenly like some like people who don't usually say hello to me are like saying hello. They're opening gates. People are talking to me. People want to have conversation. I was like, this is really, really weird. It feels like everybody's working 
to mm. kind of like make my day really good. Like it's so mm. weird. Like everyone's talking to me for some reason. Mm. And this meditation is all about like attraction and kind of increasing your energy and your vibration. And I know people might think this is crazy stuff, but actually it's true. And I think... I think it's only crazy if you think about it from a spiritual perspective and you don't think about it from a biological perspective. Yeah, but I think it works at both those levels. There's a communication. When I walk into a room with somebody, our bodies are communicating without us knowing. And I think that's why when you exercise, not only are you giving off the visual clues of you've got your shit together, but actually your body is vibrating at a different level. It's sending signals to the other body in front of them. And I think that's what's happening. I think we can't see that. And so we don't understand it, but you're like, oh, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm holding myself better, which you probably are. But at the same time, you're opening up your chest. You're actually feeling connected and open to be connected with other people. And I think all these things kind of play off each other. And Mm. it's just stuff we don't really consider because it's not something we can see. Mm. Uh, Which I think is why like prioritizing stuff like that is so important, really. And that's where ultimately, as I say, going back to kind of, my life bankruptcy that I declared recently is kind of where I was kind of dropping the ball. I wasn't looking after myself and, and it's got, it got to the point where I was kind of feeding off of self-care that had happened in the past and kind of feeding off of that energy. And then in the end got to like this debt where it was like, I've got no more to feed off of unless you, the body's going, I've got not got anything else to feed off. The, the tank is empty. You need to refill me. And it was kind of like, I haven't got time to refill you. Sorry, you're just going to have to like deal with it. Um, and like the thing about priorities as well is just really think about what that word means. Um, it's prior, which means before. So when you think about your priorities, it's the thing that you do before you do anything else. And I think this is sometimes where work-life balance can be fixed so easily because quite often the first thing people do is they get up in the morning and they get ready for work. They go to work, they do the job that they don't, it's not really a priority for them. And then they go home and then worry about what they want to achieve. Like if you can, like I'm going to sound like a freaking hypocrite today. Cause I missed the gym this morning. Cause I slept in um, <laughs> full disclosure. But if you can like get up earlier and sort your shit out then before you go to work, like, I'm I'm not lost on how hypocritical I sound, but it's not for want of trying. I text Jem yesterday saying, can we go to the gym before we podcast? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you'll have to be here for eight. I was like, it's fine. I was thinking eight anyway. So the intention was there. My body, however, did not follow through, did not, did <laughs> not cooperate. So then I have to kind of go, okay, well, why did that happen? And then, you know, it's mm. probably because I'm still in overwhelm because this, all this stuff is very recent for me. My body's still kind of going, you're giving me time to recover. Thank fuck for that. Well, it could be why you've got a cold as well. I think sometimes when so. you let everything go and you, it's the same thing as soon as you go on holiday, you suddenly start feeling ill because of that being stressed. Now it's giving your body a chance to recover. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just think it's, 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 it's so important. I think people just, it's so overlooked and it's easily overlooked, but I just think that you've got to get control of your body yourself your eating habits, all this stuff like will lead to your success. I love hearing like Gary Vee talk about this now. It's something he didn't take seriously. Yes, he managed to get successful whilst he was not taking care of himself so much, but he's like, what I'm getting done now I am is just incredible. He's got that uh, energy level. So uh, again, uh, it is all about creating the environment Gary for yourself Gary to Vee succeed. Gives me hope. 
about that stuff. Yeah, but I, I, the thing the thing is, I, th- I think I've, as far as health and fitness are mm. concerned, I th- feel like Gary Vee is my spirit animal. One thing, yeah, I, I get that, and I think what people there's two people. There's the kind of like me. I've always been sporty since I was young. I played in all the football teams. You got the other people that were like, yeah, PE was terrible. I never want to do it. And I think that's badly encoding the practices that actually you are living in the body, but you're neglecting it because you've got a you've got something you've got a conditioning around you that says actually that's not a fun thing to do there's nothing good about that and for me it's discipline it is I'm an athlete my whole life not just for when I was playing for a football team at university Mm -hmm. and I think that's the difference and I think it's not until you can get into that system where it's not just about working the body for the sake of looking good it's because it's part of who you are and you want to look after it yeah no I agree I agree that feels like a really nice place to wrap up. Yep, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, if you've got any thoughts on this, if you're dealing with overwhelm yourself or any, if you've used any coping mechanisms, techniques, whatever, to kind of get over it, then please do share. Um, we're on Twitter at PN underscore podcast. Um, or you can email us. I'm Wayne at PowerfulNonsense.com and Jem is Jem at PowerfulNonsense.com. Send Wayne some tweets. Tell him to get back in the gym. Yeah, right. Well, that was the intention today. Friday? You around Friday? Um, yes. Oh, I've got to, no, I've got to go into Maybe. Hmm. Actually, I'm not. Well, not in the morning anyway. In the oh, afternoon, okay. probably. So, Jim's pretty much a write-off for me this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You'll be drinking no, Dublin. I'm going to go home and do a workout uh, this afternoon because I've, I've got nothing on my to-do list. So I, want, I want proof, Wayne. Go home and do it. I'll, I'll take a picture of some weights. And <laughs> not me holding them, just, just the weights. <laughs> um yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna make him on that so yeah um, I'm Wayne at PowerfulNonsense.com Gem's Gem at PowerfulNonsense.com spelled C-E-M send us any thoughts uh, or ideas for how to deal with overwhelm over to there uh, we're now on SoundCloud if you haven't checked us out on there or if you like SoundCloud I don't know you sound Just... so bassy with your nose being blocked <laughs> maybe I should uh... keep it no. yeah just if I just hold my nose, <laughs> if you like, it doesn't quite have the same effect, though, does it? When you mm, hold your nose, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, it does sound good, though. Does sound just good. sounds a bit more in your chest, a bit yeah, more. That's right. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud. Yeah. Do people do people even use SoundCloud? Generally? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to be all. Um, I don't really use SoundCloud, uh, but we're on there now. Uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash powerful dash nonsense. Um, hyphen yeah it's a hyphen a dash yeah. it's a dash could be a yeah maybe I guess it's there's not. a slash and then there's a dash okay yeah slash dash I need a slash so we need to go <laughs> lovely um, if you haven't left us a review yet please do you can do it on your podcast app on your phone five stars or more would be greatly appreciated um, that's it thanks for tuning in and we shall catch you next time see you later bye